We have to help him. If we don't, we'll be no better than he is. Yeah, you'll be no better than I am. Think about how this is for him. Do you feel scared without a home? Do you feel alone? Are you eating your feelings? Somebody get her away from me. Hey everybody, welcome to the 29th episode of the Sonic Talk Podcast. I am your host, Alex Peel, and uh, with me today is, as per usual, um, my co-host, Jason Barry. Hello! And GX Echidna. I'm sorry, Geo Zen is what he's going by now. Giovanni Artemis Zen. My amiibo yeah. is only available at Arby's. He keeps changing. I guess like, I, I'm just going to call him an Echidna. So, Sonic Boom! That that's a th- that that thing just happened over the last few weeks. We got the comic. That's a song from Sonic CD. Yeah, yeah and it's a song from Sonic, and it's a decent, okay-ish song from Sonic CD. It's gotten a comic book. It's gotten two games, and it's gotten a television show. And this is probably the biggest Sonic media blowout since two thousand three or four. You know, when we got the the new Sonic X uh, television show. Since the last Sonic multimedia blowout. Yeah. Um, so, um, and, and uh, we're just going to be discussing our thoughts uh, on this whole thing. And um, just speaking about the whole sub-franchise as a whole, I think this is, I, I think this is pretty awesome. <laughs> it's going to re The Sonic Boom sh- television show did well in the ratings. The Sonic Boom game is being heavily advertised. And the Sonic Boom comic, well, it's being made by Archie, which is which has been making Sonic comics for like twenty something years now. So um, I I think this is really going to help kind of push Sonic back into the public eye. One would hope if it wasn't at freaking seven o'clock in the morning. Well, I'm I mean like some of Cartoon Network's yeah. highest rated uh, Saturday morning television show. Okay, Saturday Saturday television shows air around that time slot. And apparently the ratings were good, like a hundred and thirty-five percent increase from last year. To be fair, I mean you're airing a new thing. You're getting all the eyes of every Sonic fan that's been following this, compared to whatever else it would have been yeah, at this point last year. Ratings, ratings don't really work like that, you know. Ratings—they only count people on Nielsen boxes, so. I don't know. Um, it did uh, trend number one on Twitter for a short time during its time period as well. Yeah, the wow, big, these these game videos look like shit. Let's talk about it on Twitter. <laughs> the, the big the big question is not what was it the first week. The big question is going to be what is it the second yeah. week, the third week, the fourth week. That's going to yeah. be a pretty defining yeah. factor. When, when it comes to television ratings, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, long-term habit habit forming viewership so hopefully those kids get get into the habit of watching Sonic and his friends goof off at seven in the morning yeah they only, and you know the only other problem is a lot of people either can't get up that early or like me have dish network where they're having all of a sudden problems with Turner and don't have cartoon network and that's or like their- or you're like me and you have 
H A D V R. Or you're like me and you work at 7 a.m. in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel so bad for you, man. Um, so, uh, show impressions. I have yet to hear a Sonic fan uh, insult this show, which is surprising because, you know, Sonic fans can really hate on things. So, Even whenever there's nothing there to hate. Yeah. So, um, I, I, what, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, I was going to say, this is probably the first time since maybe Sonic Generations where pretty much uh, everyone in the fan base is uh, universal in their the fact that they actually like something Sonic-related. <laughs> um, I am not convinced that everyone was universal in liking something well, Sonic-related. Uni- universal, but you know what I mean. Pretty close. Mo- most people enjoyed that. Episodes. Um, are we just going to talk about them in chronological order? Then the uh, first episode, and then the second. Uh no, no, no. We just talk about the show. I mean, I, I don't see a need to, to go with any kind of order here. And plus, there's only two, so really, what's the point? <laughs> my my attitude on it was that um, it, it felt like seventy five percent of the jokes really hit. Specifically, a lot of the more um, like dry, dry, sarcastic humor coming from Sonic's friends. It's just that 25% whenever they were just trying to overstep their acting, whenever they, it just felt like they were trying oh, way too hard that uh, some of the humor just kind of failed. Hmm. That's, I mean, I, I, this is going to be a very boring conversation on my end because pretty much your feelings are, are my feelings. It's a show about Sonic and his dumb friends and Mo- and, and the vast majority of the jokes hit, but not all of them. And, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, from, I, I was really worried that this show was going to be a disaster, because when you look at some of these other licensed CGI shows out there, especially those that air on Cartoon Network, I'm talking about your, uh, your, your Legion Akshimas, your Ninjagos, are you Lego fans, your... Um, come on, I know there's Pac-Man some... Well, yeah, and your and your Pac-Man that goes. No, that's that's on a that whole. That is on Disney tier. XD, though. That Back is on a Back. whole another tier of bad. Yeah, <laughs> like like I have pr- I have a pretty um I have a pretty high tolerance for shit, and I cannot keep that show on for more than um like uh, two minutes, and then it's just okay. What else is on? Is wow, wow that 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 show was just, but and. <laughs> But um, yeah, Sonic this, Boom. Basically, this is a show that's not writing down for kids as much as other cartoon shows do. Yeah, really. I did feel I did feel that a little bit in the first episode, but the second episode was written really solid. I mean, uh, and that was just pure comedy, nothing, you know, overly silly like Amy juggling or or anything like that. Yeah. Um. It's um. It, it, it's a. Uh... I never, I, I never really, really felt like I, I was watching something that was purposefully trying to talk down, talk down to, 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 to anyone. Well, uh, even then, like some of the jokes were just straight up talking up. Like <laughs> there are some jokes there that I don't think kids would have even gotten. And and I'm not like talking how animaniacs would maybe hide innuendo or something, but like. <laughs> Resume and resume and uh, references required. <laughs> I don't 
Yeah, I mean, like, as adults, it's like that that humor is like, you know, kind of par for the course. But for a kid's show, um, you won't won't see some of the more lowbrow kid shows doing stuff like that. And I'm not going to try to, like, insult any of the kid shows that I hate by Johnny Tess because, I don't know, maybe they do stuff like that. But I've never seen anything like that in, in kind of the more obnoxious, stupid kid shows. Which is which is um which is uh, to to uh, to uh, Boom's credit, I think. Yeah, I will say the first episode had slightly more like juvenile humor to it compared to the second one. Oh well, yeah, it was a, it was more it was a little more slapsticky, you know. Yeah, I mean like uh, uh the black kids like the evil ham joke and everything. But that's another case. I like of, the like, evil ham that. joke. It, uh, the evil ham joke didn't land quite as much as but, I. Uh, I mean. That, if you pres if you present it right with the quality of voice actors they yeah. have here, yeah, that, it could really work. That is what really carries this show. This is probably the first Sonic show since I guess Sonic Sat AM, where the voice acting is almost universally really good. I mean, oh God, Mike Paul. Roger Craig Smith. Second episode. Roger Craig Smith kicked some serious ass as Sonic. He I like I think like if you had, if you had had like um, Jason Griffith um, do, or a Ryan Drummond trying to tell some of those jokes, I really don't. I, I think like like at least at least uh, like a quarter of the humor, a substantial amount of the humor, just comes from how they say their lines. Like not like Sonic, Knuckles, Amy, um, Griffith. I, I guess tales. They, they, whenever they, he had jokes they, written for him. <laughs> Well, to be fair, you say Jason Griffith, you kind of broke up on me. I said J- Griffith couldn't tell jokes whenever they well, were ones written for him. Well, to be fair, those jokes were written were written by four kicks, the people who put rap into one piece. They aren't exactly known for their high rail humor. <laughs> right. You know, they're known for their for their fart jokes and for replacing rice cakes with. Hamburgers. Yeah, okay. And could we say how much improved Cindy Robinson's got? Oh with Amy God, Rose? yes. Oh my God, Amy Rose used to be such a bane on every Sonic game that, that she's been. Yeah, in. when she originally took over, they just like okay, set, talk like Minnie Mouse basically. <laughs> yes. But now in this and show, now in this game, show, she's really got her own personality. She sounds like a human being, which, which is nice. You know, she. She she no longer sounds like some some weird uh, cartoon character who's had her voice vocal cords tightened. She's she she's she sounds she she's actually acting now. Yeah, she was generally very funny in the second episode where she's playing yeah. therapist between <laughs> Dr. Eggman and Sonic. And uh, and from 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 what I can get, gather from from the Sonic Boom game, which we'll get to later, um, I I I. I think that's I think that's that's kind of going to be her character, you know. But like in in the comic, she's kind of presented as sort of a smart uh, kind of killjoyish character. But in this, it's more kind of I don't know how I say it. I guess we'll get into later about how her yeah, we'll get, personality we'll is different in the show than the comic. Yes, she's not a psychopath. Yeah, it, it's really nice. She she's not this love crazed stalker. She she has an she she has like a a kind of a, the, a, like the problem a, a is milder, more 
She's more. She's more. She's actual character now. It's like. It's like what, what I'm You're trying saying to say. that like that's a good thing. You mean you liked her being a creepy stalker? Absolutely. <laughs> I hated. I hated <laughs> that. I hated that every single goddamn Sonic game, especially in Sonic Heroes, where we have Amy Rose trying to kill Sonic so that she'll marry him. Yes, that's how that works. <laughs> yes. I I really hated that stuff when I was a teenager and I still and I still think it's just really, really stupid. It really would have really ruined the show. Really, really stupid, but that's why I but love it's, it. It's not the right kind of really, really stupid though. No, it's exactly the right kind of really, really stupid. Okay. <laughs> I know better than to argue with you about stupid, but yeah, no, but, what's interesting in both the game and the comic, she's shown as like the field leader who's taking charge and everything. But yeah. I wonder if that ever go uh, assesses through to the uh, show itself. It's weird because in in the show, I mean, she's just as wacky and weird as the other characters, but she's she's kind of book smart in this. Like in the 3DS version of the game itself, uh, she's the one deciphering all these runes, and it's like, I wonder what this means. And it's like, she's doing some sort of field research, just like yeah, you I said. Yeah, I saw the first 30 minutes of the 3DS version because I'm, I'm waiting for a review copy, and uh, she's like, uh, you know, re checking out all her re relics research and everything, and then all of a sudden having to, trying to kick Lyric's butt, and then uh, gets distracted by her own... Uh, phone call she makes to Sonic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. She's a much more take-charge character in, in the games and at least the comics. Yeah, Very yeah. different take on her. But uh, I, um, I, I think probably my favorite character in all across all the media, but we'll, we'll just talk about the show for now, is uh, Knuckles. <laughs> he, he just, he has, he, he just like, he is the meatiest meathead ever to get a concussion in every of, high school football team ever. And he absorbed all of Sonic's cockiness. The, the, the cockiness from, the Sonic, from, from every Sonic in, in every universe in the Sonic multiverse just sucked it all up. And all just, it just lives inside of him now. He is just a cocky bastard. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind him having like confidence, but it, I think the stupidity goes a little far, at least in the comic. Well, we can't well, understand yeah. that he has to wait there for the, the robot comic, to come. In the comic, all the characterization is a little off compared to the other I think media. But he's we'll get into my the, favorite character you know, in the uh, Rise of Lyric game. He's, he tends um, to have. Well, yeah, he does have most of the best lines in the game. But uh, yeah, yeah, in the uh, in the comic, I. I all the characters are kind of off in the comic. And I think it, ha it mostly has to do with the fact that Ian Flynn probably maybe only got character profiles beforehand. I mean, he may not have even see see seen anything from the show before he, before he was tasked with writing this thing, because Sega has always been pretty stingy with these materials when it comes to Archie. Yeah, I I think the best example I can give to help define Knuckles as a character was in the 3DS version. Um, Amy had told Knuckles to just stand and watch guard, and whenever the others come up to him, he just goes, I mean, she just thinks of me as a piece of meat. 
and that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I, I, have, I stopped just short of that. <laughs> That's okay, fine. so, so uh, the, you do collect more and more comic pages as the game progresses on that one. Really? Okay. Do you collect more? Because I, I looked at it right away, and it uh, to me oh, it no, looked I mean, like the, they gave I, I read the pro the prologue, to be continued and it just had them standing outside. I never heard of that huh. piece of meat thing. Oh, no, that's it. not in a... That's, that's, that's in, in the, the game. Yes, game in the cutscenes. Oh, yeah. the Jason hasn't actually played the 3DS game because he, he's waiting for his no, review copy. And I played I the most of the 3DS yeah. game out of anyone. First world being played on for a half hour on the YouTube's. I mean, oh, I, I saw what happens when you get all the crowns or all the whatever the badges in the game. It's something really, really ridiculous that I won't spoil here. I meanwhile have probably played the most of the Wii U game out of anybody because of something that GX said. <sighs> to me last night, <laughs> which made me think, oh, control this, how you is, this is going to be right it. beyond this level, right beyond this well, level. I'm about, it's a long game, man. Yeah, but, yeah, it's a Sonic Boom, both of these games are really, really, really long games. Oh, just what, I mean? just to uh, ask, are we progressing straight into the games now, or are we going to... You know what, I'm kind of just okay. dicking, I'm just, I'm just kind of dicking the structure. We'll talk about what we'll talk about. Alright. <laughs> the important thing is that we touch on everything that we want to touch on. So, if we, if you, if we want to talk about the games right now, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to go back to the cartoon. I absolutely love the interpretation of Eggman in this. Ah, yes. What interpretation is different than how he's been in, let's say, the last three or four games? Well, I think, I, almost I, I, think talk, I think he's talking about compared to the other shows. Right? I mean, he's, he seems like he's, he's still plotting to kill him and everything, but he's a lot more non-threatening if, they're, if, they, if they allow him to stay overnight at the their house yeah, and everything. It's, it's, it's like they kind of took the video game Eggman and they kind of just grabbed some Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Eggman and just kind of stuck it in there. Yeah, they kind of they got to mix it in there. Well, Plus, he's like verbally abusive to Cubot and Orbot all the time. Well, or things, oh, don't worry about them. They're not people. They have no soul. I'm really glad he has a set of... Um, a set of game consistent cronies. Like, yeah. I think the cartoons, if they've proved anything, is that Robotnik does need cronies. <laughs> yeah, need somebody to talk to the to talk about his evil plot when there's nobody else around. Yeah, know? I mean, I mean, what's the best part of, of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog? It's it's Robotnik, Scratch, and Grounder. Those those are the only things that anyone really remembers. And greasy. Except for me. And Robotnik Jr. and Dr. Warpnik and Wesley <laughs> Mama Robotnik. And Professor Von Schlemmer. So pretty much all this stuff that centers around Robotnik. And I think, I, I mean, don't quote me on this, Sonic and Tails might have been in that one, but I I don't know. I don't think they, they uh, might I, have been uh, bot or something. Well, I guess now that there are these guys who are called the Bears, and for whatever stupid-ass reason, I still remember them. <laughs> <laughs> and their stupid catchphrase, which was stupid. Ironically, Sonic and Tails are the worst part of the Avengers but, but, of Sonic the Hedgehog. But like, um, then we then you go go on to Satan, and what cronies that and he had Snively. What really? What 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 do you remember most about Satan? I mean, for me, it's Robotnik. How much of a bastard he is. Oh, he was Snively. the biggest threat. Of, he was the most. <laughs> 
threatening. And how abusive? Well, my my kind of my my kid my kitty brain kind of exaggerates uh, how he treated Snively, but for back then, I I thought he was really pretty mean to him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he wasn't just trying to take over the world. He had taken over the world and just... And then we have the Sonic movie and Sonic... The best Robotnik. (laughs) (laughs) And who was... He's not the worst. Who was his crony? It was Metal Sonic, this emotionless killing machine. (laughs) And... Sonic Underground, who was his cronies in that? It was Sleet and Dingo, and... Do you remember uh, the, the Robotnik's in these shows? Me? No, I don't really remember them. <laughs> they, they were. I, rem- I remember the Robotnik from the movie very distinctly. Huh. Very distinctly. He totally wanted to get it on with Sarah. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that yeah. one. They conquered planet freedom. <laughs> but first, they will conquer you. No, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> I know. No, the one thing, the one thing I wanted to, I guess, criticize about the show is that they, ne- I mean, Sonic fans know how all the characters are. They've studied this, but they really haven't given anybody a proper, quite introduction. I guess you could say Eggman got a good well, enough introduction. A, a lot, of, show, a lot well. of shows don't really do that anymore. They, they guess the characters just kind of pop up, and you know the, the problem over the course is of the show. Dix is just there. She, and they never really explain her at all. Do they need to? Like, I, I'm hoping, like, I think they're expecting, hey, do this, either buy into our continuity or go buy the game. Yeah. Um, I don't think that even the game has her origins in it, does it? A lot of shows, uh, well, we do meet Six, but she hasn't really, she's just kind of an NPC from what I've seen so far. I don't yeah, know if she'll play a greater role later. And it's, it's, it's really weird, because she said something about jumping up and getting a shiny. And I thought it was a side quest or something, but I, like, I'm so... Uh, if you look in the menu, there's, there's shinies you need to collect, yeah. All right, she confused me. And I, I don't know if I've done it or not, because every time I walk by her, she doesn't say anything. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take this and shift it into a new direction, because it's kind of... No. It is kind of somewhat important that we actually talk about Styx. She is the original main character that is being introduced in the show since... Yeah, that's what I wanted the conversation to go to. And she is... I really don't know how how I feel about Styx. She is... She is probably the one element that I'm really not sure if I'm fond of. I mean, I like her in the 3DS game so far. Yeah, uh, I think I think she has some decent weird lines that, if you read it right in your head, can yeah. be pretty funny. Mm. Um, although in general, the 3DS writing is like way not as good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from what I saw of the 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 first world that I watched on. Uh, YouTube. It's like they're trying too hard with the kitty humor, and it's not coming off too great. The, what sells me on sticks is that she's always right. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that is something that's kind of kept her from being insufferable to me. Is that she, she, she somehow she just knows what's going on. 
I thought and, she was pretty good in the... And so even if it sounds really, really absurdly stupid, you can't, you, you can't just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she actually did have the funniest, one of the funniest lines at the end of the second episode. Even though, even though it's basically taken from... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she pretty much just predicted the, the ending of the, of the episode, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I really remember about her is from the comic book, where they're all... In the, you know in the comic, in the, in the off-panel strip? They're all yeah. showing off their scarves, and hers is made of tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> that made me chuckle. But, um, um, yeah, it's, it's still too early to judge on yeah, her, really. I don't agree with the uh, criticism on her voice because she has a cartoon voice, and people like, well, what's wrong with that? It's it's supposed to sound yeah. kind of cartoony. And her, her voice, she sounds like a, she she sounds crazy, and she's that's whole, the whole her whole character is actually is actually a is actually a lunatic. What's but, really interesting is Nika Futterman, who does the voice of sticks, also does the voice of like. Um, Asanchi Ventress from Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, I know. Really? It's all over the place. different style. Yeah, if you, if you yeah, give me a voice actor in animation... Range. If you give me a voice actor in animation, you're going to have to have range. I mean, just look at Jim Cummings. He, he did Tigger and Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> he did Tigger and Winnie the Pooh at the same uh, time. Yes, Tigger, Winnie the Pooh, and Dr. Robotnik. That is a hell of a Darkwing range. Duck and the, and the whole mess. One is this soft, cuddly bear... The Thank you for IMDB podcast. <laughs> next time when we actually talk about a game. <laughs> we'll get to it, but what really tends to bother me about Six is that her crazy lines, they, they often just, they, they seem too stupid. I but love that they, than... I don't think you guys appreciate just how stupid things need to be. I will probably appreciate Sticks' stupidity over time, much like, just like I did with a regular show in Gumball and Adventure Time. I think we we'll all really, really stupid This shows. is not going to be an action-adventure Sonic. This is a situation comedy Sonic. <laughs> but um, it's but gonna be goofy. This, this one line, I can't quite quote it. It was something about ladybugs. And it's just, I, I, I guess, I kind of rolled my eye. GX, do you remember the Ladybugs line? I remember the, so, in so the 3DS version? Eating, yeah, yeah brain eating Ladybugs going to take over the yeah. world or something. Yeah. yeah. That, it that, was, that it was kind very of, weird and peculiar. And that, I, made me, that, that was a little too stupid for me. And maybe she'll, pro she'll probably grow on me. I, I, I did get kind of a chuckle of her saying, oh, oh, she's glad that Amy got kidnapped by <laughs> Yeah. She was planning on making leather. That way, she can make a leather boots for her friend. Well, uh, snakes make better leather boots than la than ladybugs. Well, <laughs> the pro ultimately the problem right now with sticks is that with every other Sonic character right now, we can kind of tell where they stand. Yeah. But we don't have any good solid character building for her. So what we just kind of need is just a nice character-building episode to just kind of justify who, who is she? What is she all about beyond just this, where are her nuances? Well, what, I what, I expect, what I expect the show to do is over time, over this 52-episode season, we're going to slowly be introduced to who these characters are. A lot of shows work like this, and I think it's actually pretty neat that we that when we get dropped right in on the action right like that. And so we're probably going to get 
not necessarily episodes, but at least some moments. Where we well, kind of one of the upcoming episodes is called uh, My Fair Sticks, where I guess Sticks gets invited to some kind of gala or something, and uh, Amy has to ch- uh, train her to be more like a lady. And, of course, she's a, f- she's a feral rabid animal, so that's going to be hard. Well, I, I think the real question is, why is she being trained by Amy? <laughs> <laughs> she should be trained by Rouge, but I don't, I don't know if she exists in this continuum. Let's have Rouge not exist Rouge in this. Rouge is not exactly the most classiest. <laughs> yeah, but, That's I mean, are there, are there any uh, side characters of, uh, that are classy women? <laughs> uh, the shadow thing is something I want to get into. Uh, Vanilla. Vanilla's a classy woman. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, she trained... Yeah, she's trained, you know, uh, Cream to be all la- very ladylike and polite all, all the time. All right, well, so who was, what, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I just mentioned that, the, you know, the the story synopsis for later for Sticks. So I think uh, they they will have a, you know, a, a character-centric story for every single character eventually over time. Yeah, I mean, that's just basic kind of world-building in any show. Even a standalone um, show that resects every episode. Like, even Teen Titans Go has something like that. Uh, One thing I'll say is it doesn't feel like Tails has changed at all. He's pretty much uh, still Tails. Well, I I think they have made him a bit nerdier. He, I think they. I think they've kind of. Yeah. Although I notice in the games he keeps, uh, and it doesn't really fit with how he is in the show. He keeps saying, "Oh, that I a student or theorizer or whatever." He's trying to sound like the professor from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> like they're trying to oversmart his but, way of speech. In, in fairness to Tails, yeah. he's go on, Shiek. Sorry. He's completely obsessed with talking shop. I mean, that's yeah. that. That is what he's interested in. It's like any any time he's blowing stuff up. It's like, oh, I'm going to get all these pieces for science. Yeah. I, uh, that's the one thing I loved about the uh, intro in the comic book. is, And it's, it's something I wanted to write in the part of Sonic Eggs, uh, the main backstory. Is he stops. It's actually, instead of while he's in the middle of fighting Eggman, he stops and goes, ooh, what kind of, you know, robot is this? It's got platinum gears and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, and I, I have to say, if... I'm I'm really glad that they chose to kind of um, emphasize that part part of him rather than trying to give him a whole new personality. Because in the in in the regular games, Tails is incredibly vanilla. Like even in the best of the games, he's a very vanilla character. But um, Son- Sonic Boom has done a pretty good job uh, actually make turning him into an actual character. Re- though really, that can be said for pretty much. I think, or Sonic Boom. To a different degree. Right, so, anyway, um, can't wait for next uh, Saturday. Check out the... Well, this Saturday. Or actually, it's going to be last Saturday by the time this goes up, probably. Well, this coming Saturday. <laughs> yes. The next, the, next, the next 25 Saturdays. It's unfortunate. Every time I've uh, looked on iTunes, I have yet to see it go up. Yeah, why is it not available for... Uh... Sale the episodes. Oh, you can really? if you join Cartoon Network. You can watch it on CartoonNetwork.com. But oh, have they at least there. put it up on there? No, I was looking forward to to show Sega because I really wanted to get him on the show. But um, if you need it, it, I can hook you up. 
Uh, well, I, I have ways. Well, actually, both episodes are currently up on a YouTube channel, or at least they were when he Let, made the season. Let's, let's not say which YouTube channel. I'm not going to say well, which YouTube channel, because I want people to get well, up early in the morning and watch the show. The fact is, every Saturday morning, you're going to probably see it pop up on several YouTube channels. If you, if, you have a Nielsen, if you have a Nielsen box, go get up at 7 in the morning and watch this goddamn show. Unless you want it to fail. Which case is or, buy, or buy it when it comes uh, available, you know, for video streaming, whatever so, the hell that's going to be. So, you know, if you, uh, if you have a cable service, um, what, you, could, you can watch it on Cartoon Network's uh, On Demand or live stream. Oh no! I can't because my car, my. Well, <laughs> you can because because you, you're a sorry ass sucker who has dish, unlike the, unlike uh, every, yes, the. Yes, I am a sorry ass sucker. Unlike, unlike the eighty six percent of Americans who have other superior services. Well, we've already been talking about canceling it, and I'm gonna end up probably getting Time Warner, not for cable TV, but for high speed internet. Good, neat. So, um. Where do we, where, where do we want to go from here? That's kind of the. Do so uh, want to talk about the comic book? Sure. Well, yeah. You know, all that time that you've been talking about your cable company to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I took what uh, half a minute. About so, that. But, so, so the comic. Yes, as 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 I said earlier, the characters are off, but the the actual comic itself is as usual because it's from Ian Flynn and Evan Stanley. Very good. Evan Stanley's art style fits perfectly with the. This I actually, story. I kind of thought it was Tracy Yardley at, at, at first because I, I completely forgot that you know, Evan Stanley's on this, but it definitely has the, the line quality is different. Obviously, it's like um, there I, I are just, there are on. really good zoomed out models of the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the lines are more solid. Um and. Like for for the most part, like uh, you you can tell that this is kind of maybe working on a prototype of what of of what the show of not a prototype. You can tell that this was being worked on a very vague idea of what the sh of what the show was because Knuckles is too stupid. Amy is too Amy is too. She's essentially a very bitchy Princess Sally. It's like Princess Sally just. Put on an, an Amy wig and Amy clothes, and became really, really mean. If that's well, what actually happened not, in the comic, I would read that no. instantly. Well, not really, really mean. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but she's meaner than Sally. I don't think Sally would snap at knuckles in the same way this Amy does. But um, and uh, Sonic, he's um, he, he's much more like his his um, I think his. His his other comic book self than the actual Sonic Boom Sonic. You know he's a he isn't exactly the straight man. He's more aloof, I guess. Tails, of course, Ian got Ian got dead on. Uh, my my, I think my summary is uh, this: every bit of this series, except for maybe the games, is a ser is Sonic tolerates his dumb friends. The series. <laughs> And uh, that's uh, honestly that's a really good angle in my opinion. That's an I, angle I was not expecting, but I'm very happy with it. The issue did remind me. It felt like like one of the er, very early issues of you know the Sonic comic. It had a Mike Gallagher, you know, type oh, yeah, of, especially with like or the low breaking stuff. The, 
That, that, that was the fourth wall breaking stuff. He's coming up for the names for the introductions. Yeah. And uh, Styx, Styx actually had a very good line in there. <laughs> Where um, they, they introduced her as a logo. And she said, why are you talking in logos? Or something like that. Got, I need to get my yeah. comic book out here. Because oh, it's uh, a first issue gimmick. We'll, go, we'll get back to normal next issue. But next uh, the comic has solid humor, uh, uh, solid action, so, uh, solid adventure. It's just, it's pretty much exactly what you'd expect from Ian Flynn, except it's in the Sonic Boom universe. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to be subscribing to this. But I, I am hoping that they'll get cl a little closer to uh, the, uh, the, the television Sonic show. Sonic X? Nah, I could take your leave, Sonic X. I'm I'm happy with the Sonic. Sonic X, the comic, we should be more specific. Yeah. Which was much more. I mean, I mean to be fair, with the Sonic X comic, Ian Flynn had to salvage had to salvage this fairly mediocre thing based off of a fairly below average television show. And he did so, so he, gloriously. He did. He did it really well. <laughs> All things considered. Yeah. I mean, especially given that he actually had. Sonic I, X, he actually had less freedom than on the regular book. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, I kind of see this as the spiritual successor to his Sonic X series. Right. That's very true. And uh, Sonic X was originally written by, I forget the name of the uh, other gentleman, but I think he kind of paved the way for it to become a comedy because he, he came off of Scooby-Doo comics. It was. And he wasn't that. The problem was he he wasn't that familiar with uh, the characters as much, so there would be some situations that were wrong, like he had Amy flying in one issue. But he wrote the comedy <laughs> no, parts. That's, that's well. completely right. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, she, she has a dreadlock thing. It's just like Knuckles. She can glide. I can't believe oh. people are complaining that Knuckles can't glide in this new series with his body shape. I, I, look, I'm a, I am a massive Knuckles fan. I well, love there was Knuckles. no way he could glide. <laughs> he should have been able to glide in the first place in his regular body. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Knuckles fan, but I get that they don't let him glide. I, I accept that. I don't like it, but I, I, I accept that it was always kind of a stupid thing and Tails glides now anyway. Tails kind of stole Knuckles' power. Still fly in the show. Next, next, we all we all thank you for your sacrifice in accepting a slight character change. Thank you. Finally, someone understands. Yeah. No, no. We only got one issue so far, but it's it's going along pretty good. Though I, the, the 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 I I will say that the bits with uh, between Amy and Knuckles were kind of awkward. M I, mostly... It's weird because unlike the cartoon, which is so isolated in what it is, it looks like for the comic they might at least kind of pave the way in one issue for something happening in the well, next issue, even well, yeah, if it's, it's not straight up important canonical stuff. Well, well there, there is clearly some continuity here. There is a tiny bit of continuing the cartoon. If you notice in the first episode, Tails is piloting his um, biplane from Sonic uh, Boom Rise Lyric. It gets trashed completely, and in the second episode, he's working on a smaller yellow biplane. I'm guessing that's not really all that important. I mean, for them to show that plane as much as they do, um, that that plane's coming back. 
Yeah, I, I showed NSEG uh, the episodes out of order. He didn't really notice anything. <laughs> ben, talking about Ben. Um, but, uh, yeah, there is clearly going to be continuity between the at least, at least the first two issues because it's like, Knuckles, because Amy is such a bitch, Knuckles goes over to Eggman and says, Hey, hey there, Doc, want to team up? He says, and he looks very, very creepy in that final page with the whole you know. angry half Oh, yeah, well, that dirty look he gives Amy when she finds Yeah, that, 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 that He looked like he wanted to kill her. This <laughs> is actually like pretty historical. Darkly colored. <laughs> well, get, Guys, this is actually really, really historical because this is the first time whenever Knuckles and Eggman are joining up and Knuckles is not tricked. Oh my god, that's true. And in this show, he's actually a moron. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So I think we're. it sounds like we're probably going to shift into games at this point. Now, do you want to end it with Wii U or start with... Uh... I want to start with... I want to start, start with, with Wii U. Start with Wii U. I remember a, a, a couple of days before, before the game came out, and you were, Jason, you were. I, I was, uh, I was panicking. I was getting it, into the. Point you were panicking. You were sh trying to show me all the all these videos I'll, I'll, and comments and stuff. Well, yeah, and I, because. Um, I kept saying no. I want to experience this game fresh because I have to talk about. It. But even though I didn't watch any of that stuff, the panic just rubbed off on me, and my expectations just dropped like a sum. So you can imagine. Just how surprised I was when well, after the first ten minutes, the game stopped sucking. <laughs> I'm going to say right away, well, I'd there say is a big... There is a... There's a big issue going on with, with just games media in general and Sonic, and the biggest issue I have is that games media does not give the slightest crap about Sonic. But they always feel so compelled to say something about it. Sonic the Hedgehog One is overrated because it's hard, and because all, does all these other things that every other great game in its genre did in 1991. Well, to be fair, <laughs> Sonic One actually does kind of suck in places. Yeah, I mean, so, so, Sonic One has its flaws, but uh, pl but, but pl I'm, just, I'm just trying to say, too. you know what? I'm just trying to say. If you, as a games media writer, don't want to rep don't want to do things with Sonic, if your company doesn't care about Sonic, if you don't if you haven't cared about Sonic in a, in years, don't feel compelled to talk about it. And that's why Sega didn't send out review copies. <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not saying I'm not saying if you do care and have something bad to say, just hold on to that and don't say that. I'm just saying, yeah. if you don't authentically give two craps about what you're writing about, if you're not looking at the game for what it is and not in comparison to a game from two decades ago, <laughs> then you're not doing your job. Yeah, I mean, Sonic, Sonic Boom, I will admit, is not really a Sonic game. It is not. It totally it, is. It really isn't. And I, I, I don't like saying stuff like that. Like, this is not a real game. It's a fake game because no, it doesn't... This is, this is something I have to say. I, I dislike doing that, but even so, so Sonic, this, this, 
this 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 is just another uh, uh, another platformer with Sonic characters in it. Yeah, basically, it's not a Sonic game. It's a Sonic Boom game. It is a it's a video game based off the Sonic Boom license, featuring characters like Sonic, Amy, Tails, and Knuckles. But it's not it's it's not like qualified of what normally a Sonic game would would be like. Well, it just doesn't share any of the elements that even the loosest tied Sonic games possess. Right. Yeah, like the closest thing we really get to 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 running quickly through levels is are those uh, speed are those kind of automatic speed levels, which are probably the worst parts of the game. No, sorry, they are the worst parts of the game. <laughs> yeah, but the, for some reason, break up the frame rate really, really horribly. How can you screw up the frame rate in those areas when there's like it's like those should be like the graphic most the graphically least intensive areas in the game. Oh, and so we're talking about frame rate now. The frame rate in the first ten minutes of this game is some of the worst. These are these are the worst frame rate issues I have ever seen in a game. In the first ten minutes of this, it's just like consistently. I don't think it was going above 15 frames. I would be surprised if it was going above 15 frames. And what's really crazy is that it, it wasn't going up and down. It was consistently bad. And then, like, I think I, I, I get into, like, the first serious game er, video game area and just it kind of just goes away. I normally <laughs> don't care about frame rate that much, but I, I'm completely with you. There were... Even I noticed it. There were serious issues. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I, it's weird. It didn't affect water running when you when you did speed <laughs> runs. When you're running on water, you, you with the frame rate was pretty much keeping up just fine. It was only those sections where it was almost, uh, you know, completely automated that it just so, crashed practically. And so, like on top of Jason's panic, this like just crushed. My, my my feelings towards the game. I thought, oh god, this is worse. Like than, how did this get worse since E3? How is that even possible? I would I would like to add co-op mode to that because that's the first hour I saw, and co-op mode. In order to get the frame rate going, they have to cut off a bunch of graphical effects Ooh. to get it to come oh. up. They take off the lighting, the shadowing, and when Seriously? I say it looks like a PS2 game, when you're playing it in co-op. It looks like a PS2 game because okay, I haven't seen like, co-op, so I, so I wouldn't look, know. Okay, you know you know how the Sonic Boom looked uh, before E3 when they were showing it off to people, and it, for some reason a bunch of the graphical effects were 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 not killed? really because I was going to see it at E3, you know, fresh eyes and all that. I was going to say it's like that. It's got very, it seems to have flatter textures and no lighting, no shadows. The shadows are just uh, now, slight blobs. Okay, now on your PS2 graphics comments, I think that this game in single player, when the frame rate isn't shit, looks nice. Yeah, when but, it's working good, it looks good. Um, it looks it looks okay. Like it, the problem is, it doesn't graphically. Whenever you get from a distance, things look pretty good, if not a little bit busy, but. It, it, whenever you get close to things, textures, uh, small flat sprites like grass and stuff, it just doesn't look that great. No, uh, I was I, going I, through I, like, uh, my. Uh, we'll see. In single player, I was going through the mine section. You know, where you pull knuckles and 
Sonic pull the mine over this uh, gap that has some sludge in it. I went back, I looked at the sludge, and it was just this super flat texture uh, with some square. You could see the squares moving down where the all the polygons met. It just looked really horrible. It's try. It looks like it's at least trying to do more than let's say to me. To me, the closest analog to these games are always going to be Ratchet and Clank because it just looks like that. It feels yeah. like that. It in some ways it plays like that. It's just for me that's it the closest possible analog. And in this case, it doesn't look as good as the future series. Although I acknowledge that it may be trying to do a bit more than those did try. I really wish it could have been the uh, fourth uh, Sonic game that came out, you know, for PS2 and Xbox One, where they could have had the enough power to really... Uh, uh, let, no, let's not pretend because, that will happen, because... because yeah, because the this The game is, suffers bugs as it is. Let's not if play you look on at the, the title, new system. If you look at the uh, backgrounds in the title screen and just let it roll... That's not the game you got. It's not quite, you know, there. Um, it, it's a it, I'm still shocked that it, this is CryEngine 3, because if anybody's played Crisis 3 on the 360 or PS3, that game is the most graphically impressive game, I think, on those consoles. Well, I and guess that was a failure. An engine isn't everything. Well, yeah, the engine's I, not I, everything, be, and we're working they just with a brand new... utilize the engine as well. It, it's probably well, brand working... new to them. We're working with a brand new studio, given they're made of experienced people, but the studio itself is brand new. And in this case, I mean, you can tell by some of the concept art and the cartoon itself, a lot of this project just had to be world creation, character redesign. I I'm sure that that some of the actual graphics in it, some of the actual... Graphical design was not as early as, let's say, Sonic's character design or the basic concept of the game or just any of this stuff. Like, they expanded characters. Right. And it's it's just like, a, even with the three months they had, it just didn't come out like they were probably wishing to it. Plus, I think it was still fairly rushed to market to, to uh, you know, get in with that nice Sonic Boom trilogy of the comics, the the cartoon. and The weird thing about the whole rush to market thing is I think they said beginning of the year that the game had been in development for over two years. Three and years. So by, three, oh, three years. So it's not as if they didn't have a lot of time. I'm sure it's less that it was just the game in development. I'm sure it was a combination of the game and the franchise being in development. Yeah, and uh, I also I also imagine that um, it's it's also because it was the team's first game, and even when 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 you're an experienced developer, a game is a team effort, and if the team has poor management, or Let's, no, team, no, okay, now we're just getting into. Sec we're just getting into guessing about what their relationship is. I think I have no business looking into this. I'm, I'm just saying that... Uh, actually, I forgot what I was saying. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's if people are comparing it to Sonic 06. I think that's a little unfair. Uh, Sonic 06, if it had another year in development, I still think that would have been a Sonic bad... Sonic 06 was... If you're comparing this game to Sonic 06... If this game had about three or four months in development... 
it would it would be a rock solid game in, in well, my opinion. Maybe we probably shouldn't, as GX, I'm sure, was about to say, we probably shouldn't quantify the amount of time and development because we don't know any of the underlying That's issues. True. That's true. But more of something. If the game had more of something, it it would have been quite it would have been quite a bit better, I think. It was just more the, technical. The underlying yeah. game That's is That's all I wanted was some little more technically sound, especially. Before we start talking about the positives, let's, let's talk about the glitches for a sec. Because I haven't found anything too game-breaking for me, but there has been some more comical uh, I glitches. I haven't found anything about. yet. I have found a single so, glitch. Uh, early in the game, uh, when Sonic and Tails are among these pillars and walking around, and you know because they're constantly saying, we should use these pillars. Why don't we jump on these pillars over here? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the, that's a... Uh, I don't think that's I a good I kicked a uh, pillar that was on top of two other pillars from underneath it, and the other two pillars just stayed there for like a minute while I went to go get some other treasures, and then I turned around and they finally just fell down on their own. And then um, one moment where it was in Lyric's tomb, I was playing as Amy and getting through the maze thing, and I was looking in the background, and somebody mentioned this on the Miiverse too, you could see Sonic uh, being controlled by the AI, just jumping up and down. No, that's. I don't even like, think that's really. These, too those much of a are. Glitch. I think they just wait for you to continue moving forward before they do anything. Those are that's fairly common glitches. Uh, but... The person was complaining about in, t in the co-op. If you do get too far from your, you notice that the characters tend to teleport towards you in single player if you're if you get too far ahead of them. Yeah, said that's in co-op too, where where uh, in co-op, if you go, you can't stray too far from the other guy, or uh, unless it's uh, splits up, or it'll teleport you to the other person, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, the the biggest one I had is just recently. Uh, I'm fairly sure we've both had this cliff site. I had to take a uh, roller coaster speed run all the way over to where Cliff is. But before I went to go talk to Cliff in the biplane, I wanted to see if there's any more treasures or crowns around, and I started exploring, and then I saw an area where you can either take a uh, water run or a, a, another roller coaster thing, and I took the water run, and I accidentally collided it to the roller coaster, and then it got me onto the roller coaster and speed run, but then it had me fall off of that back into the water, and then I was water running into, like, oblivion where there was nothing there. <laughs> um, that now, sounds uh, more like a feature than a glitch. <laughs> a, a, a similar thing happened to me. Where, um, you, you, okay, has anyone gotten to the section with Lyric and Eggman yet? And the, they're, it's a chasing? It's a chasing. Well, no. Both of them? And they're tossing a jewel around. No. No. <sighs> okay, well, can I spoil the game for you? It's not, it's not no, you can't. <sighs> Two words, Alex. Known shippable. Okay, what? <laughs> Known shippable. All right. Well, anyway, so there are so the, so like it's a scene that takes place in two separate running s sections: one in the water, one on land, and they're tossing something between these two sections. They're tossing sticks. <laughs> sure, they they're tossing sticks between them, themselves to play, keep away from unknown evil forces, and. Uh, that, that would be uh, that would be Vector. 
Yes. Right. And I, I was switch. I, I was switching. Evil between, in this universe. I was switching between the characters, and while I was in the water, I switched between Sonic and Tails, and the environments around me disappeared. And it was just water. I was just running in water, and I had to use the. And I like I didn't know what was happening because I, I kept hitting like this invisible wall, and I'm like what what what? And, like I guess I ran out into the ocean, but and so I, I managed to follow some rings and kind of work my way through this invisible path and well, eventually passed it, it went back to the uh, let to the r land running ramp area and it fixed itself but for like uh, for like for like 30 seconds just the entire environment disappeared and that's the so only the, serious glitch so I've found about, in the whole game so I'm gonna one thing I to about the water running is have you noticed that it only works with Sonic and Tails in the hub world and not well, Amy? Well, yeah, they yeah. were the only guys who went through that thing yeah, that gave them the water running ability. It's kind of hilarious because then every time I uh, run into water as Sonic or Tails, I hear Amy or Knuckles in the back line going... <laughs> yeah, so, let's ask, like, uh, so let's ask the all-important question on this one. And do you think that they are going to take the time to go uh, back into this and patch? Because it, it does need patches bad. I am an extremely optimistic person, and I like to wear that out in the open, so I'm going to say yes! I believe that they are going to fix this game. Probably not to the extent that we want to, but they are going to fix it. Somewhat. I do believe they'll, they'll patch it up some. I, I think... think Sorry, I they did that with Lost World. They, they they listened to us, uh, Lost World, and they fixed uh, quite a few little patches, made the rings more uh, usable. You know, yeah, they, they did actually change systems in the game in Lost World, which they hadn't done in any Sonic game previously. And they also, as if I remember correctly, they also stabilized the uh, te the technical issues in All Stars Racing Transformed on Wii U, including the well, especially the thing that. I guess it was game breaking. Game breaking, so they had to the whole failing on the drifting missions. So I mean, they do fix this stuff. Admittedly, nothing Sonic Boom is nearly that bad, <laughs> which I think is actually saying saying something, given that um, All Stars Transformers on the whole a much better game. Yeah, how would I'm, you compare this to Lost World? Well, you know what, that's too oh, early. Oh, yeah, no, I, well, yeah, I, okay. I really want to ask that question. Lost World, considering my attitude towards that game. As I recall, you you, you dislike Lost Worlds quite a bit. Uh, I, I, I'll say this. I like the Wii U game. I, I like the 3DS game. I, I think the biggest issue it faces right now is that because it does look and act very unpolished, I think it just, it kind of lacks an identity. And as much as I have issues hmm. with Sonic Lost Worlds, I feel like that game does at least know what it is and what it's trying to well, set out to be. I would, I, I, I'm not sure I, if I'd I, agree Lost with that. World. Lost Worlds is a very, ha I, I, I like Lost Worlds, but it can be a very haphazard experience. Very... I think no, I, I disagree. I think Lost World and Unleashed, wh whether you like the design or think it's poor, I think they do have polish to them. Both. Oh, I yeah, they, they have polish, but with Lost that's World, exactly. they left absolutely nothing on the cutting room floor. Hey, you know what would be a great idea? Have Sonic float through a level and get hit by spikes. Let's make it really, really hard and <laughs> so that we can 
have that extra level in there and fl frustrate players. <laughs> so uh, now um, we've been complaining about the game a lot, so uh, how about we uh, talk about some positives? Uh, GX, why don't, you, why don't you lead us off? Well, like I said, the biggest point of comparison that I can say with this game is that it is very much like a... Uh, like a Sony-style platformer on a Nintendo console. it The way the world is designed, the way the characters move, it just reminds me so much of the Ratchet & Clank-style games. Uh, I mean, that could be good or bad for certain people, depending on your attitude towards those games, but I'm a big fan of that series, so for mm. me, after I got used to what it was trying to do... It just it it felt really natural to me, and it, I was starting to really enjoy some of the mechanics. I keep wanting to make that comparison, but um, I, I I suppose what mostly ho holds me back from it is the fact that this game has this game has a really big focus on uh, on on beat 'em up combat. You know, it's not just swinging a wrench or a uh, a cat thing. You know, there's actually there's there are combos and stuff. I'm a little bit surprised by that because, but oh, sorry. in my experience, there are the game does have a lot of, especially early on, a lot of kill rooms. But once it gets out of there, my experience has been it's mostly been platforming. Yeah, That's there is, there is a sorry. Go on. I gotta say, I gotta agree with uh, GX Akin. That's the one thing I like about the game mainly is the platforming and exploring parts of the game. I find to be the best part of it. It feels like a one huge world that's all connected together, and uh, for me, it helps me get like lost in that world. That's what I, one thing I really like about it. Oh, don't get don't get me wrong. That's my favorite 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 part of the game too. When it really clicked, when the game really clicked for me was actually in the uh, mine, the uh, mine stage, with uh, Sonic, with Amy and uh, Knuckles, and they're uh, they're kind of they're running around trying to res rescue miners and stuff. And there's there's, there's all this like there, there are all these puzzle little puzzles and exploratory explorative elements that just it felt really good just moving through that stage and solving everything and getting through everything, getting all those and getting getting to all the miners. It's and kind of the whole game is like that. Go it's on. kind of interesting how they have designed the game based on the characters that they give you because they have kind of designed all the levels and environments to be dual accessible depending on which pair they allow you at whatever time. At least. Anytime you go to, there's a good chunk in the level following that where you are Knuckles and Amy. Knuckles' ability is that he can climb these red craggy walls, and Amy is an acrobat. She can balance on these crazy pink uh, balance beams, and you see just both paths littered with them that both characters can utilize. And uh, J J Jason, uh, how have you felt about this uh, this dual accessibility level design? Well, yeah, that's the one thing I've liked since, like, the, um, not necessarily E3, but I started to notice it more during the GameStop events and on the...
I think we lost him. <laughs> is, oh. There's always some hidden items. Oh, there you, there you are. Uh, Jason, we, we, lost you. we lost you for a minute, Jason. Uh, oh, for, yeah? Oh, okay. For, for like 20 seconds. Sorry. Okay, let's see. Uh, three, two, one. Well, like you were saying, I, I do enjoy the different aspects of, that come from the platforming. It's like um, the Sonic and Amy level that you've seen at every single event showing. If you actually you know sit down and take the time with it, you can see... Um, just how many different little hidden items are everywhere, depending on which character you use. So it makes you want to try them both, you know, constantly. And plus, it's just uh, it just makes it a lot more interesting. Um, yeah, I love this that 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 aspect of the level design. Really, it's 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 that one thing that's kind of been missing in Sonic games since Sonic Three and Knuckles, which is being able to go through a single level in a multitude of ways and having things to, having little hidden areas to explore and find. And uh, this is something I've been wanting to see return to Sonic level design for so long. And, and it kind it kind of has in bits and pieces. And mo I, most notably, in my opinion, in Lost World, where there could, like, be a whole separate underside to a stage. But this, th this is, th this is, um... I do have a lot. There is a lot of there are a lot of things I am missing in this game because I'm only going through any given area once. It is a huge step up from the adventure fields from Sonic Adventure. Oh yeah, let's not even get started on the adventure fields and Unleashed. Oh my god! But, by the way, I just realized I'm traversing through the uh, a speed level inside of the Cliff's Hub Hub World, and you can actually take those both ways. Huh. Which surprises me. Now, I, I have a question for both of you. Have you found the various little weapons in the game? Every once in a while, yeah. You defeat the little uh, robot, and a random weapon will appear. And that's that's one of the things that's kind of negative, is like, why are you just going to have that every once in a while for me? Like, uh, yeah, I had I, a money... I have a bag of money that somebody, Ladise, was telling me you can uh, use it with the 3DS, uh, I guess, version of the game and get some extra out of it using the money bag. And really? then I had, yeah, I don't know exactly how it works, but then I had, uh, Knuckles had got the trumpet. Flare <laughs> those that had enemies. My first weapon was the tornado gun. And, like, when I picked that up, I was like, what, what, what the heck is this? And I fired off all my rounds trying to figure out how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know what happens when you actually shoot something with a tornado gun, but there is a tornado gun in there. <laughs> sadly, I, sadly, I just haven't noticed much of anything with it yet. Um, the most I've been able to find was I found the big red button of the developer's namesake, and I grabbed it, and I picked it up, and I tried to use it, and then I guess I got hit by an enemy, and I just kind of lost it. So I did actually use it, use that, and it creates a big explosion that takes out a bunch of enemies in the vicinity. Hmm. And, but what, what surprises me about these weapons is that they actually work pretty well, and yet they are barely featured in the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a that there's that there it does kind of lend a sort of a ratchet and clank vibe even to the combats, which of course is, adds to the ratchet and clank vibe and everything else like the robot design. Mm-hmm. 
Now, um, I, I think it's I think it's built off a very solid set of ideas. I, I think that we can probably agree. Hey, it's probably not the most polished, but there's at least something there. There's at least a good core idea, at least a good core passion to what they're doing, and I, I'm still I'm still pretty confident that. In some way, in some form, we will see some kind of Sonic Boom 2. And I'm, I don't know if it will have the benefit of all this experience, but I think it will at least maintain what we're looking at right now. So long as the franchise is successful, um, I, I don't really see why we wouldn't see a Sonic Boom 2 since it's essentially its own sub-franchise. If we get a Season 2... Then we'll get a Sonic Boom too. Yeah, and we might just get a Sonic Boom too anyway because it's more than just new episodes. There's also the reruns and in syndication. I'm sure we'll be seeing it on Cartoon Network a lot more once uh, a decent number of episodes have been run. At least I hope. Um, so uh, this next question I want to throw to you, Jason. Uh, who, who's your favorite fighter? Okay, that's just something I actually wanted to talk about because the one thing I like is that every single character fights differently. I mean, let's see. Sonic has uh, just the regular punches, but then if you jump up in the air, you can do a triple homing attack where he then stop, <laughs> does a huge stomp on the ground, which cracks the ground and makes the enemies fly in the air. That's my favorite move of him. Uh, Knuckles is just pretty average. I uh, have been putting the badge on his charge move to work that up. Um, Amy Rose, I constantly use the uh, hammer spin with her. Actually, my favorite is Tails for combat because he's got <laughs> long range. Oh, darn it. Uh, he's got long range and um, as far as, you know, the shooting little arrows go, but his charge attack is that little firework that, that you hold down and then he just shoots it off and it's a really powerful attack. So he's got a one good, really good close range and one... Uh, Decent, uh, you know, long-range attack to him. Jason, I'm with you all the way. I am all about the tails-ranged attacks. Now, well, plus he when he jumps in the air and he lobs the grenades too, because uh, yeah, you only get 100 uh, rings unless you I guess connect a 3DS version or whatever. And at first, it's pretty pointless to get any more rings until you start fighting and your life bar goes down and you realize the rings are connected to your life bar. <laughs> and then you want more rings right away. Whereas with tails, at least you can, you know, attack from a distance. Mm -hmm. GX, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, tails is my favorite fighter, but uh, I'm gonna tell you, level transversal. If I ever am able to get the choice, I'm all about Amy Rose. Amy Rose is basically the to continue the Sony metaphor. Oh yeah, Amy <laughs> Rose is the Sly Cooper. <laughs> She's got the best platforming out of every, out of anybody, I think. Yeah, I whenever I have to traverse to get through a level, I guess go to her because she has she has the triple jump. You can you can you can always be sure that you can reach a reach an, an area with her. But in terms of combat, I guess I stand alone and not for the most for my most predictable character because I agree with you. Knuckles is pretty bland. My favorite fighter is Sonic. And Sonic's not bad. So, he, Sonic's yeah, not I, bad. Like I said, it's triple homing attack smash thing. It's pretty effective. Um, yes, but um, 
what I really enjoy about Sonic is that you can really combo his moves. Now, maybe I'm just missing something with the other fighters, but I can never get them to ever really have more than a three-punch combo. But with Sonic, I can, I can mix the spin, t- the spin dash attack with, it, with his punching and jumping, I can, and I can pull off a variety of really neat moves. And so it, just, it feels really good to just bash through enemies with him. And that's, when I, whenever I'm playing a, a beat-em-up, that's what I really like to do. I don't like hitting things from a distance. I like getting up close and personal and just beating the shit out of everything. If you consider Sonic as a character, I mean, his his fighting style is actually pretty interesting because Knuckles mm. is a straightforward character, Amy does have a weapon, Tails is ranged, but Sonic is just kind of that... He, he's kind of a little bit more crazy than the others. He doesn't have strong fists. He has his legs in which he kicks. He has his spins. He's just He's kind of unique in that way. And that is exactly how he should fight. Um, it, it, uh, it, it, he, he, he um, he's really he's the only he's the only fighter in the game whom I whom I feel is I can just fight beat, beat things up with this guy all day. Now I don't hate how the other characters control. I mean, I, 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 I like fighting with all of them, but Sonic just has that extra bit of of speed and punch. That, and sort of this uniqueness to him that really makes him stand out. Yeah, he to does make, have quick combos. To make a Street Fighter, or not Street Fighter, to make a Streets of Rage 2 reference, like, he, he is totally skate. Like, he is the <laughs> skate of the game. <laughs> I just got to the uh, other island with the other big hub world now. Oh, oh yeah. I Wait, you, you only just got to the second island? Yeah. With the, oh wow, I've been there for a while. I, I um I think the game gets I think the game improves there. There's um I, I there's a, there's, a, there's this really neat uh, traversal puzzle, um and for the uh, for the gates the first gate that that the game's going to point you towards. There's um, another gate. Ah oh, god, this game is so long. It's incredible how how much. Oh, I don't, I, wanted, I, half, I don't I even think you're at the I'm not even sure if you're at the halfway point yet, man. <laughs> this game has a lot of content. This is not a short Sonic game by any means. And that's another positive, at least in my opinion. And it's actually very weird for me to even say that. GX, yeah. I, I'm going to field this to you. What do you think of of long of how, how, what What do you think of this game in, ter- of, in terms of content so far? I mean. Ratchet and Clank games aren't short. Like they're, it's not that. It's kind of that situation where Sega was so concerned about how Sonic, how fast Sonic would be going in a level that they could not de- design levels that could accommodate that effectively because it would just take too many resources. Yeah. This is kind of hey, we're just making a straight up platformer. You're not always going from area to area super fast. Sometimes you need to do something environmental. Sometimes you need to jump over lasers in order to press buttons on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I think ironically speed is this game's detriment over anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is rather surprising. Um, go on, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's, it's just kind of weird that this game is a game that we're used to Sonic games 
being designed around the first level, being designed around something that you can market and sell so well, it's kind of crazy to think this is a Sonic game that starts really weak, and as you continue <laughs> to go through, it just gets it gets stronger and stronger. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been feeling about it. I mean, uh, they, uh, like I said, I've been watching those first hour videos, which sent me into fear. But the more I played of this game, the more I enjoy it. And I think that's just going to be a tough sell to people to say, "Hey, stick with it through a certain amount," because most people are so dismissive over Sonic to begin with that I, I think they will start it and just not finish it, not get past that hump into the real core meat of it. Well, I think the other thing that worries me is that they're going to see a lot of those glitch videos online and some Let's Plays, and this is a game, uh, like Knuckles kind of taught me, is this is a game you just want to sit down and play and don't look at really anything in advance that might, you know, steer your opinion. Of course, yeah. you should reviews. I taught, I taught, I taught him that. that it, should, it should really be, uh, you got to really judge it on its own. Which and is kind of hard to do because you don't want to just buy a game and you, you could still think it sucks. I mean, if so, if somebody plays this game and they say they didn't like it, they sucks, I can understand why. And, you know, that's cool. And but <laughs> Go on. If you're a Sonic fan, I'd say... Try it out, see if you can rent it or something, and judge it by its own merits from there. Because it might just surprise you on whether you'd enjoy it or not. Get to the second crystal and th before you reserve all judgment. I know it's asking a lot. I, I know that it's kind of... Final Fantasy Thirteen kind of taught us that, you know, you really can't ask that of players. <laughs> but yeah. if... If you're serious enough about wanting to give it a chance, at least give it a chance up to the second crystal. Well, well you know, asking someone to get the second crystal in Sonic Boom is way different from asking them to play 70 hours of Final Fantasy XIII to get to the good part. <laughs> That's a very big true, difference. Very true. Uh, I, I guess at this point we're just kind of drifting right into 3DS talk. Well, uh, I did want to talk. I, I did want to talk about the. Uh, the uh, glitch video. I was trying to kind of move I us did, into well, that. No, I did have one other complaint that I wanted to get out of the way that I forgot about. All right, go on. It's the it's the constant, con and this is especially of the first two hours. Not as much as time goes on; it gets more natural. Shakes, shakes, the first shakes. two hours of the constant dialogue. Shakes, before you continue, before you continue, I just want to point out, just just for the sake of the record, there is a bounce pad over there. Just so you're aware. Okay? And what's funny is you've already hit that bounce pad, and then they tell you, oh, there's a bounce I pad. I am currently in a hidden my room. Favorite, my favorite scene is it's the first time I get the ability to run on water, and they, there's ramps over here, and Sonic goes, look, ramps, and then Tails <laughs> immediately goes, you can use these as ramps. <laughs> I love my I, I love these rings that I am currently collecting. Yes. I enjoy them. And they feel good on my body. It's so often and it's just repetitive and they constantly talk about oh there's a switch, there's a door and and even Joe Nuts they finally kind of started the I noticed they started to diet down once you got to the minor shaft but Still, when I got to the elevator of the mine shaft, Amy immediately goes, "Hey, this switch will make the elevator go down." I'm like, "No shit!" 
She cannot. It's so excessive. I, 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 I theorize that they have what I call Omachau Ebola. <laughs> Omachau Ebola, where they have this disease where they constantly have to explain things to each other that are very obvious <laughs> right in front of them. But, I mean, thank God, as the game progresses, they get into their uh, kind of a natural talk to themselves. <clears throat> and often, like, they, you might have Sonic and Tails take an elevator, and they'll talk about, well, oh, do you think uh, Knuckles would have gotten through those lasers? And they're like, nah, he's too large or whatever. And I, I kind of like dig those parts where they're having this very... Did we very just lose Okay, I thought we just lost you again, Jason. <laughs> or did you lose me? Oh, no. no, we lost Jason. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's why we have to call his name out several times until <laughs> for the big red balloon. All right. And then be very sad afterwards. Right, but you, you got what I was saying though, right? Yeah. 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 But, it, um, it's it's crazy and pointless, and I don't know why they thought that would have been a good idea if they were really really worried about kids having ADD or something. Yeah, I mean, kids are, uh, you know, kids sometimes have bad taste, but they're not that dumb that they're gonna, especially after the 500th, you know, bounce pad, you don't have to say, there's a bounce pad. Jason, GX, can, can I just be real for a second? Uh, I suppose, depends on how real. I do not I, I do not care about the dialogue and I never have and I never will. It has never bothered me at all. It bothered me through the first introductory stages. At this point I'm pretty okay with it because as Jason said, it feels like they kinda toned it down. But in that first one it was literally every five seconds, Oh, here's rings, oh here's a bounce pad. Did you know we can go on this ramp? It was just it's not well yeah. designed. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. And for the record, um, oh crap! Oh, and, and for the record, I the the dialogue in Sonic Heroes will always annoy me because terrible voice acting is always and will always irk me. And the voice acting in this is pretty great, which I think is another well, usually great. But I think a few of the uh, NBCs kind of get screwed up a little bit, like the jellyfish people. All, all I really want to say, all I really want to say, Alex, all I really want to say, Jason, is that you can never have too many rings. <laughs> uh, one so, last positive. Okay, go on. Okay, so one last positive is that sometimes this game gives you like a nice surprise that you're not expecting as far as gameplay content. Like, um, I uh, collected the parts for the boat and got off to the boat in the water, and all of a sudden it turns into this top-down Geometry Wars shooter where you could select Amy, Sonic, and Tails with different weapons on the boat, and then you're firing with the analog stick, and I thought that part was just awesome because it just came out of nowhere. There's a... Sorry, go on. I just want to just clarify. Let's, let's not get people's hopes up. It's not actually a Geometry Wars shooter. It's, no, it's, yeah, it's not really that good. It has yeah. those kind of controls to it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a dual-stick shooter, but I just associate Geometry Wars with something a lot more specific. And right. uh, I don't know if either of you guys have gotten this far. Okay, I know you haven't. At least I know GX hasn't. There is a nice little rail shooter section. And I guess you'll just have to find out. Oh my and god, it's... that sounds like it's made for you. 
Yes, I love rail shooting. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, is that the submarine part? Prizes. Yes, the submarine part. Okay, I haven't gotten to that yet, but I know, but I know that's coming. <laughs> okay. Sorry, yes. I, I, Not a spoiler I in the trailers. I oh, the trailers. Okay. Um, I, I just kind of feel like, hey, it's getting to be pretty late. We've been talking about this for a very long time, and I know right. there's not going to be that much cut in editing. So I feel that I should at least pay some lip service to the 3DS version. Okay, as, well... As the see. world's most foremost 3DS version player of this <laughs> game. Do you have it, yes, Alex? Or no? I have it, but I have only just now gotten to the second world. GX is farther than me. Okay, and I haven't played the full version yet. The best, the best way to describe it is if you do like the homing attack in Sonic, if you do like the um, high-tension jump from the Sonic Rush games, if you just like that, that tangible feel of performing actions and actions with Sonic, things that are just zippy and quick and don't require that much effort but require knowing when to use them, that's the type of game that this is. This is a game where you're constantly using the homing attack, where you're constantly swinging from vine to vine. It is exploration-driven. It is built around trying to find all these little secrets, trying to look at your map and keeping track of where you are, using different characters' abilities, and to its benefit, it uses the characters' abilities a lot, although 90% of the time you're just going to be either Sonic or Tails. Uh, the best way for me to put it, the demos on the eShop, play the demo, and the game does not evolve at all from what the demo offers. It offers almost no additional types of level challenges. All it does is offer different level designs using the same exact pieces. So, it, that on that note, it's a bit disappointing, but, I mean, you're going to know right away in the demo, whether you dig this or not. One thing I want to ask is, I noticed in the Oops. YouTube video I watched, uh, they showed all the cutscenes and the levels of the first world, and that seemed to take only about half an hour for the person playing. Uh, how, just how uh, long or short it, it, do you think the game is? I don't think the game has that many levels. If if you, I'm just going by some of the crests that you collect by completing levels. I know to unlock... I know the game just kind of straight up tells you there are 38 of these crests. Some of You're going to get one for just completing a level, and then the bigger levels themselves give you one, maybe two others if you complete some of the side missions with it. So I'm going to say... I've reached the third or fourth island in this game, and I've got to be getting relatively close to the end. I've, I'm sure I'm at least two-thirds through it. Hmm. There, there just isn't... The levels are long, but there's not a lot of them. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I am willing to concede... 
what I'm saying is just based on what I've experienced so far and what I'm just kind of projecting based on the numbers as I see well, them. Well, but I that's... think it's going to be a game that is just as rich with content as the Wii U version is. Well, that's pretty much all Jason's asking. Now, yeah. um, when I played the uh, game at E3, at E3, I didn't really care for it too much. And I, I think my, I like my main, my main complaint was how uh, character uh, was how character transformations worked in relation to the bomb screen and the fact that you had to constantly switch what was what was on the bomb screen in order to access both the map and the characters. And I mean, the, the characters right now are just straight up D-pad. Like that that yeah, has been fixed. They they changed that, and it makes the game a lot more playable. A lot, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a lot better than what I played at E3, and not just in terms of just the the basic controls, the the frame rate, the the level design. It's just I don't find myself getting lost anymore. I I don't find find myself ha having to constantly kind of stop to switch screens and switch characters. Because of just kind of these minor changes that they made, and so I, I'm having fun with it. Now I, I have I, I don't really think I'm gonna like it as much as Sonic Rush or, or or Rush Adventure, because I've always enjoyed the roller coaster feel of the Rush games, and this thing it doesn't have sort of the physics-based platforming of the old Sonic Sonics or the sort of the high-speed thrills of the new Sonics, but in its place there is this neat as GX has said, it, I do love the the action the action chain, the the jumping, the 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 swinging, the the blasting through blue blocks. And so, if if this if it improves, if we get if the level design co continues to improve and become more elaborate and kind of allow for sort of these cool sort of action chaining moments, now I think I'll, I could I'll probably love the game, but I, I don't know. Don't set your expectations super high. Like I said, I don't. In some ways, it can get a little bit harder, but you are effectively working with the same type of game. Like it, it, it just every stage hazard that you see in the first level are almost exactly the same stage hazards you're going to see in every subsequent level. Like it is, it is just straight up. That is the type of game it is. It's just reorganized and reordered. I, now, uh, sorry. I just, um, I do kind of just like that chaining, and I have been finding it addictive just to go around the stages and try to find where they hide all their secrets. Very early in the game, you start to get these blueprints that you can use to do upgrades, and one of the upgrades and two of the upgrades are they start showing you things on your map. Where are all the other blueprint pieces? Where are all the crystal shards that they want you to find in the game? That sounds and, good to me. That's what I enjoyed about the demo itself. Was and so exploration it, yeah. Well, that does seem to kind of um, eliminate some of the more exploratory elements of the game because it lays out everything for you. No, it doesn't just lay out everything because it does become a situation of having to figure out how you get to there. Ah, okay. It's not always super clear. Sometimes I've just stopped and I've had to scroll around the menu. Y you know how Sonic's special move is that he has this really great high-tension air boost that you can, like, go up, then to the side, then, like, to the side again. 
but the blocks that he needs to burst through only go one direction. Mm. So whenever they show those on the map, you don't know what direction they're going. So you're going to have to try to follow both paths to see, am I supposed to get this from the bottom? Am I supposed to go from the side? Where does this path lead? So I think we can really most definitely call this a Sonic game, right? Are we all in agreement? Uh, it has some Sonic elements, but I'm not sure if I feel really confident calling it a straight-up Sonic game. All right, so um, uh, do you think that, that Sonic Boom 3DS represents a, a good direction for side-scrolling Sonic games? It's... That's really hard. The problem is, this game, I like it, but it's still a lot harder to recommend than, say, the Wii U version. It's a lot really? harder to recommend than Sonic mm. Rush, Sonic Rush Adventure. I, I, I mean, I'd even recommend awesome, Sonic right? Chronicles over this. Really? But, yeah. Huh. I mean, it might speak to how much I like Sonic Chronicles, but it just... It feels like it's very low budget, very simple. Like, it, it looks all right, it just doesn't feel like there are a lot of smart, creative ideas in it. So you feel like, compared to the Wii U version, the level design here is lacking? I just feel like it, it's just a... It feels like a much less complete package than the Wii U version is. All right. It, it just feels like it, it tries to do a lot with a very limited set of things and it's nice that they do they do some things with what they've got but it doesn't change the fact that it is a limited set of things is it at least better than Lost World on 3DS? <laughs> I have no clue because I haven't touched that game uh, um, yes it is better than that because well GX have you ever had to do anything where you have to push fruit into a um into a blender, and then it fills up the this 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 area, and you go up, then you have to push more fruit into a blender. I played Super Mario Sunshine, yes. <sighs> <laughs> I was talking about Lost World 3DS. <laughs> and, I know. Uh, and uh, this, okay, well. No, typically I... in my day-to-day -day life, I have not been in a situation where I have to push fruit into a blender. Typically, well, I'm are... bigger than said fruit. You are a lucky, lucky person. But um, I have not found any moments like that in the first area, so I guess it's probably better. It's a playable game. It's a it's it's a very playable game. I just think that your experience may vary based on how much you enjoy the tactile feel of modern Sonic movesets. Mm. Yeah, I have noticed online that there's been people who either really loved the demo or absolutely hated it and thought it was just awful. It's I probably something that's going to divide, you know, people as far as their taste. Well, well, most Sonic games do that <laughs> <laughs> these days. Um, well, uh, I, I get. I guess that's that's kind of it for Shattered Crystal. Um, I, uh, I I did want to do a little discuss the uh, um, judging a book by its cover thing, but I don't think we have time for that. And I also wanted to discuss. Uh, um, guess what we think about the future of the franchise, but do you guys think that's needed? I think Shadow is a dick in this series. I think oh, that's I all he really is. 
Shadow is And I kind of like that, except I wish they had more fun with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm theorizing that he was only made for this game to help appeal to and sell more uh, copies to gamers, because it feels like he was put in... It feels like he's just put in, uh, you know, late in the velum, because he comes in, you know, taunts Sonic, and they, they have a big fight, then he exits, and fr from what I've heard of... Uh, uh, from this, I guess this one developer whose rumors ended up becoming very true is that that's like the last scene I guess he's in. Jason, but... I agree up to the point where it is just so conceptually satisfying to just, to just beat him down with tails. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I, did, I, I really enjoyed that fight. It, um, of all the Sonic versus other Sonic character fights, this was definitely one of the better ones. I agree. It's kind of nice to have Son see Sonic giving him sweet chin music right into that portal. <laughs> and it's and it was really the the, the battle itself. It was, it was really neat, kind of just being transported through uh, different time periods while while you fight. That was that was kind of, that was a cool little setting. The other the other boss battles have been pretty static in their in their setting. Indeed. So, so um, I'll, I'll I'll ask you both one final question. Um, Jason, we'll start with you. Where, okay. where do you see, where do you see this franchise this franchise going from here? Do you think it's going to stick around, or is it going to go the way of Sonic X? I think it. Well, Sonic X as a cartoon lasted what ten years in reruns. Um, I oh, think it. I mean, terms on, of content. Yeah, it depends on fan support, really. I mean, if the fans are getting behind it, if they love the cartoon, then they, maybe they'll want more video games. I think, but I think, uh, kind of like Sonic X, once it dies down, if uh, season two or three happens, they'll keep going. But if if it ends at like season one or two, I think the I think the whole franchise will eventually just you know cut off from there. I disagree with your premise that it's going to be based off of fan reaction because I'm pretty. I think that this is pretty clearly an attempt to bring new blood into the franchise. Um, GX, where do you see things going? I mean, I'm kind of with you on the standpoint that this is a clear grasp at building a, a newer, fresher audience, and you you see Sega do this periodically. Sonic X was an attempt to do that. You can see a lot of the modern Sonic, the way that they design things is is very much an attempt to not to just please old fans, but also bring in new people. Um, I can see it maybe making a season two. I, I think that unless it does get out of that 7 o'clock time slot, I just think that its appeal is going to be so limited. By and, the way, do you think? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, do you think something happened between Cartoon Network and Sega as far as uh, negotiations on Time Zone and advertising and that? I just think that no. I just think that Cartoon Network has precious little interest in giving a crap about this. Uh, it really feels that way. Well, Cartoon Network, their deal is is giving their own stuff that they don't have to pay anything for the best time slots because with their own stuff they get all of the, the, the toy sales they get all of the ad revenue they don't have to pay anyone for anything which is why you have stuff like Tenkai Knights and Pokemon 
they uh, debuting at six thirty and seven thirty in the at like six thirty and seven thirty in the morning. I, f- I forget the exact times, but Pokemon and Tenkai Nights are both Saturday morning shows. And they're both anime. You know, they and are both acquired foreign shows, much like Sonic Boom is, which is French. And even with that, Pokemon still gets a lot of service because it is still a behemoth. Yeah. Uh, Tenkai Nights, I wish I could speak to that, but it's just something that is so far out of my wheelhouse anymore, I have no clue. (laughs) But even, even if you just look at, if you just look at what they're doing with Lego, they have so many agreements with Lego, they can't (laughs) not do something nice with them. They just don't have any build-up with Sega, and they, they may not have a lot of confidence in the product. If I was looking at the product and the opening cut scene or the opening theme and the title cards and everything, it's super super bare bones. I wouldn't have a lot of confidence in it. There's no doubt that the uh, opening theme was awful. <laughs> like it just it just feels everything around it just feels like the stuff inside is good. But it just doesn't feel like it's being played up. It just feels so, so downtone. Well, I think that we're we're gonna see Sonic Boom appear a little bit more in the lineup as things go as things go along. You know, we're I think we'll we'll at least see it appearing a lot more on Saturday mornings instead of just at seven. <laughs> All I want are commercials. I just at least want to see hey. We have this show. It's on this <laughs> really? stupid-ass time, but we at least have it. Please be aware of it. <laughs> now, m- me personally, I think that Sonic Boom, if it does well, could be with us for a while because this is, as you said, they made a big push with with uh, Sonic X to introduce a new generation of fans, but Sonic X didn't really get a push as a sub-franchise. It got a it got a push as part of the core game series. It, it a, a substantial amount of Sonic X was adapting the Sonic Adventure games, and this was it came out at a time when Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two were both getting GameCube ports and being introduced to millions of new fans who had never seen them before. My nieces were part of the, of this gener, of new of this new generation of Sonic fans. Um, like millions of Sonic fans came in. Came into the franchise during the, during this period. That's true. But 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 with Sonic Boom, this is their the first time they've made a concerted effort to push a multimedia sub franchise. Hey, that's ex- not being fair to Sonic Spinball. <laughs> with, with its own um with, with its own character designs, its own character designs, its own world, its own stories. It's, it's, it it really the only similarity it has with the other, with the other part of the Sonic franchise that has Sonic characters in it, but it's it's really it's, it's clearly its own thing. And if it does well, it's, I think it's going to stick around for a while. You know, it's going to get multiple seasons, going to get multiple games. Comic book series going to go on for a long time, probably at least a few years after the rest of the franchise dies. So I could stick with this. In the latest, in the latest, uh, in the latest Spin Dash, we we went back and looked, and there were. 40 Sonic X comics, and that actually started pretty late in that series. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, the, the third <laughs> season had already aired before I think that started. 
And uh, you know, the, the, Son the only reason why the Sonic X comic book ended was because of uh, of Sonic uh, of Sonic Universe. I mean, so Sonic X was selling well all the way until the end. Mm hmm So <laughs> it could have kept going. Yeah, it just I'm 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 glad it is what it is. I'm just also worried that business and circumstance might just might just get the better of it in ways that are very unfortunate. Like I think I think this franchise more than eighty percent of the other Sonic cartoon franchises just kind of deserves the better treatment than it's getting. Mm. And I mean Sonic Underground was on freaking UPN. <laughs> I think I think Sonic Boom deserves better than this. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, uh, uh, it wouldn't. This I wouldn't be. This was. This wouldn't be the first time that a Sonic show has just been killed by corporate politics. Because with Sonic Sat AM, that show was actually getting renewed for a third season until ABC's uh, leadership changed hands, and the new leadership just threw out all of the old shows. So shit like that could happen. That's what happened at with Teen Titans at Cartoon Network. So we'll see. <laughs> so um. Do, Okay, now any final, any final? Oh, sorry, Jason, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, so I was gonna say, hopefully not, because if it keeps going, in the if it the uh, if it keeps going in the direction of quality that the first two episodes is going, and this may be the best Sonic show of them all, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it's definitely gonna be at least the second best show, and that's me talking with my rose tinted glasses and thinking thinking <laughs> fondly of Sonic at AM. Which is, <laughs> Princess Sally's awesome, by the way. Shut up, Jason. So, uh, any final thoughts, guys? My final thoughts are: get Smash Brothers, get Bayonetta two, yes, get uh, Mario three D World, get uh, Rayman, and if you have any other space and time, get Sonic Boom. Like it, it's it's not going to be that top tier game for this year. But if you care enough about Sonic and you've had all the major must-play experiences, this one's still pretty good. Oh, I never asked you what how you compared this to Lo to Lost World Wii U. I mean, I like this one. I, I like I said, <laughs> I think it's I, I am able much more capable of playing this game, but I don't even think they're comparable. Like <laughs> they're just two different games. That, they that are so unreal different. Yeah. And uh, Jason, final thoughts. Um, as far as I can't really compare it like the like, like you were saying, the Lost World from here, because they're both drastically different games. I would say that Lost World feels a lot more polished, but just a uh, game design it kind of feels in parts where this this game design actually gets better as as it goes along, but the polish isn't quite there. It still feels like it's uh, not too not you know, there. As far as the franchise goes, I think uh, as long uh, if they can finally get some advertisement going for it, uh, kids loved Sonic X. It went. It was in reruns for what eight years. Uh, um, the, yeah. Over here, in, over here in LA, it's been playing at like 8 a.m. on Channel 5 for about the last 10 years until they finally finally stopped showing Saturday morning cartoons. So Sonic Boom's got that uh, you know strong appeal for. For kids, and I think it has a good chance of going on for quite a long while. 
for whatever it says about that franchise, uh, Funimation was actually the company to publish all of the <laughs> Sonic X season DVDs. Those DVDs are actually worth quite a bit of money now. <laughs> they are the most valuable DVDs I own. I sold them in Best Buy. So I I hope that speaks well to what this series will do, and I hope I know, which is they, surprising we can get it on some on. sort of service where I can buy it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Um, and now uh, my final thoughts. Um, this is kind of just a textbook example of not judging a book by its cover, not judge, not just going with the mindless public opinion of of hate that so often permeates the internet. To inter um, to interrupt. Yeah, go on. on. With my opinion, the one who claimed all this even before the show was out, who predicted absolutely correctly 100%. People got used to Knuckles. It was a comedy show, and the game was going to be pretty all right in the context of what it is. Uh, yes, you were right. And I was right about the game, yes. by the way. I was right about the Wii U game. Because I said, you know what? This is. I think it's gonna be an okay game, and it is. <laughs> so you don't get to take all of the credit. I started the panic when I saw all those glitches. You no, know, you were down on it at E3 too. You were. Well, I, I did down on the 3DS version, to be fair. Uh, negative uh, comments on E3 because uh, at the time, it, you couldn't. Re that's another thing that Stephen Frost is saying. You couldn't really demo that game well until you sit down and experience, you know, the world with it for quite a few hours. And even the first two hour, hour or so of that game is still not very good. It's, yeah. It's though, further and further in that you see the quality of it. Though what's funny is that the first hour of the game is not what they had E3. <laughs> but, um, okay, so. Yeah, but say, I was, I was going to say, still in chunks, this isn't very good. <laughs> As I was saying, this um, this is why whenever a game is coming out that I have to talk about, I go on a media blackout. I don't look at reviews. I don't look at someone's fancy glitch video. I, I don't look at message boards. I don't look at any of this stuff until they've played a, a substantial amount of the game. And as it turns out, um, the video that Jason kept trying to send me was highlighting a an issue that I would that I have never run into. I've gotten through that little jellyfish cutscene. It was kind of awkward, but was, but most of the stuff that happened in that video didn't happen to me. And the the overall game, while it isn't polished, uh, as we've said numerous times now, this is not a polished game. It is still a fun game at its core, and that's really all that matters. Is that it's fun. The level design can be quite good. The combat can be quite good. Um, it, 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 it's uh, and, and so even though it has its issues, I'm glad I bought it. So it, screw you, you 4.2 user critic review on Metacritic, because you don't have to own the game to do that. You just have to be a a, a hater. <laughs> so yeah. I'm 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 glad that I, I I'm glad that uh, this game has been as fun for me as it has, and I hope that all of you who haven't played the game yet, I hope that you don't just look at all this hate that the game has been getting and just dismiss it. I mean, if you have bought all the games on GX's list, 
especially Bayonetta 2, and you want another Wii U game, pick, pick it up. Buy, it, buy a physical copy, play it, if you, uh, uh, then sell, sell it back to GameStop for 20 bucks or 12 bucks. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to have a good time so long as you like the, so long as you like decent platformers. And that's my final thought. And uh, this show, of course, went on a bit longer than we wanted it to. Um, a bit. Ah, shut up. <laughs> but um, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm happy I, I'm happy that you were able to make it, GX. I'm happy that you're here, Jason. And this is, for the record, our first Google Hangouts show. So I, you probably won't notice any difference in quality, but um, for us, it will make a. This will. This is going to be our first show in a long time that will be guaranteed not to be glitched out afterwards. So uh, you say that now. You say oh, that now. <laughs> shut up, GX. This is not going to be glitched out, and I'm pointing, giving my middle finger to God right now. If he does anything, I swear to him. But. Um, <laughs> You basically guaranteed that this will fail now. <laughs> I, I I am trying to disprove the existence of God or prove that He can take a joke. Bruce, <laughs> then you are the Sony podcast. <laughs> hey, what's this button here? Start podcast. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, GX, I know you. Ha I know you're tired, or you, or you, or you're just pretending to be tired so that you can go get go back to playing some video games. Uh, probably um, a little of each. Jason, I know that you don't like me, and so I'm just going to let you go so that we can go our separate ways for a while and not have to put, put up with each other's company. <laughs> hey, right, for, that's not true. For anyone well, who we'll made see, it to the end of this... Go ahead. One last thing I was going to say. The music is kind of unmemorable, but okay. I like the atmosphere it gives to the game. Uh, GX, what were you saying? I was saying, hey, if you like... If you made it to the end of this and you think you would want more discussion just on the cartoon, uh, NeverShutUp.com. We are releasing a new episode of The Spin Dash probably before this episode even goes up. So <laughs> it, it will probably race. be up on the site. Uh, yeah. So, and, yeah, that's it. And I would recommend you, uh, all of you watching that, because GX has some pretty funny people. That he talks to. I like them. They're, they're, they're funny people. I don't even care if you don't want to listen to the Spin Dash. If you go to my site, NeverShutUp.com, and you go to my co-host's project, The Quote Site, that, that would just make me satisfied as is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Go, go, go check out the quotes features on Never Shut Up. They are hilarious. Uh, Jason, do you have any, any last-minute things you want to plug? Any last words before you starve to death? Um, no, that's going to be it. I, I will say you'll probably be hearing me talk about this once again when we do the Sonic Boomcast on Sonic Stadium uh, sometime next week. Also, I'll be writing up a review of issue one of the Sonic Boom comic book. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. <laughs> Uh, and you know, eventually see my uh, review of the 3DS Shattered Crystal as soon as I get my copy from Sega, which I think comes this week. I mean, they're in San Fran. I'm here in L.A., so it shouldn't take too long. I'm sure they want as many possible, vaguely, maybe positive reviews <laughs> that they can get on that one. 
And that's it for me. All right. Bye, everybody. See you in a couple of months, unless we, unless there's there's some sort of rip in the space-time continuum. We'll accidentally uh, actually record something next month. Peace, <laughs> y'all. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.